Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Health Binge. I'm Adam Lahey and beside me here, as ever, is... Stephen Ryan. Yeah. Adam's hungover. <laughs> I am, slightly. But we're going to soldier on. This, this, isn't, this about, isn't about your problems. This yeah, about this me. isn't about the dehydration in my body. This is about you trying to... Dehydrate. Shed a few yeah. times. How are you getting on this week? This week was a strange one in that it was completely different to the previous ones. I think this week I didn't eat enough. And the other thing is this week I did very little exercise. While normally I kill myself with exercise and eat lots, this week I ate little and didn't do very much exercise. Why didn't you exercise? I was very lethargic all week and a lot of that stemmed from both the weather and probably from not eating enough. Like while I'd normally have gone for my runs, I just didn't feel kind of up to it. It was too hot to run. Like, I could have probably done the smaller ones, but again, I was lethargic. Yeah, because those, uh, those Kenyan marathon runners really would beg to differ with you. But it was, I was, uh, I was just lethargic, and I think that was from the weather. Rather than being too hot to run, it wasn't too hot to run, I was just lethargic from the weather. And and the food then, same reason? The same reason, the weather as well. I just And I think as well, because I was being good, I wasn't eating bad things. And because I wasn't eating bad things, I wasn't eating as much. Now, that didn't mean that I didn't eat, but I just, I was eating considerably less. So you'd like it to be sunny all year round and you'd just shed the pounds? I shed the pounds. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, Steve's diary. My week started off on a bit of a wonky because I went to Dublin. Dublin is like your Las Vegas. It's like <laughs> the city of vice. Yeah, I went up to Dublin on Friday. I was performing on Forbidden Fruit on Saturday, festival on Saturday. Thought I'd go up early in the morning, but I didn't, so I didn't go up early in the morning. Instead, I went for a run on Friday. Oh, good. I went for a slightly shorter run than I had previously done because of the weather, I decided. And also, I was kind of pressed for time, so I just said, look, I'm going to go. I think it was a six and a half kilometre run. And th- so that was your only instance of exercise? I did a lot of walking in Dublin. I opted not to get the Lewis or not to get buses where I, or taxis where I could. So that was Friday, Saturday, I performed and then drank the living shit out of it. Oh, really? So that was Saturday. When you say I drank the living shit out of it, what is the living shit? What, what did you drink out? Did you ever drink yourself sober? It's one of those rare phenomenons that I've heard of. Yeah, I drank myself sober. If we were to kind of get a calorie count on it. <laughs> like a billion calories. A billion calories. <laughs> <laughs> then Sunday I was hanging i just sat watching telly and kind and then i came home from dublin to limerick and the following day then i don't know a sort of anxiety about generally not doing you know i had no job to go to and things and i general anxiety early in the week about all that and it just felt useless well, you were. Didn't do any running. I didn't, didn't eat anything. You were. I was. I was. I was more so just. Uh, I, I went looking, looking at jobs and things, and I was just. I was lethargic though. But I, I at the same time was very cognizant of what I was eating and things. While I didn't do a lot of exercise, I was just kind of tipping along. Okay. And then yesterday I cut a lawn. Oh, like the Victorian child you are. My ass was extremely sore from all the squatting and stuff and lunges. Oh, because Paolo told you you'd be sore. Yeah. You were you you were in pain then. Yeah, my ass was. <laughs> you had a sore ass. Like it wasn't it wasn't terrible in terms of you know I wasn't using it for much but it was like ah oh, that's there. So you haven't got buns of steel now you've got buns of pain. I was kind of admiring my ass yesterday going, oh, this is fun. Oh my God, you are, you were, you're the best person in the world for reveling in your own glory. <laughs> and that is a fine example of it. <laughs> Can you set the scene a little bit for me there? Because were you just standing in the bathroom or standing in your room? Oh no, it's more so just going, oh, my ass is really kind of sore and but You were just feeling Ones it. of steel. Oh God. <laughs> Okay, okay, so the next day, what you do? Wednesday I went in, I was just spent my day doing bookwork, but Thursday then I got the lawn, and that brings us up to today. Quick meals. Last week you were pretty good with them. This week I have two quick meals. 
quesadillas? Are they both quesadillas? I could, I could put two in a third, but I didn't cook it. It was my father cooked it, and I ate it. Okay. My first one is turkey kafka with roasted tomatoes, cucumber, and tzatziki. Okay, so I know what cucumbers are, and I know what tomatoes are, but what's kafka? I got turkey mixed it with an egg, oregano, garlic, salt and pepper, made it into kind of a meatball thing. I left them in the fridge to chill. While they were on the thing, I washed the bowl, got the bowl again, and I made chaziki by mixing organic yogurt, cucumber. I got mint, which I picked out of my back garden, which always delights me. And I got a tablespoon of olive oil and salt and pepper, stirred it all up and left it in the fridge to to chill. Have you had tzatziki before? No. No? No. So then, because you, you have nothing to measure it against, but I imagine that was very nice. Oh, it was gorgeous, yeah. And then I got pita breads, heated them, uh, and I roasted the tomatoes uh, with the turkey balls. And then I, I, I put the turkey balls and the pita breads and uh, tzatziki as well, and ate the whole thing. I would actually recommend people to cook that. That sounds like a fantastic it was, meal. It was, and it was, I'd say, very healthy. That's a very good meal. That's um, something you would even order out. I got it off, uh, you know the way Lidl have these things? They give you uh, recipes for kind of healthy eating recipes in it. And this is one of them. I despair sometimes. Why? We're already extremely unqualified to be doing a health and fitness podcast. But you getting your recipes out of a Lidl. <laughs> like a, a thing that comes through your door. <laughs> yeah. But it was like... You could see it, there's nothing bad in this turkey mince and garlic. and. But with the millions of cooking books <laughs> that are out there, <laughs> and you just go, oh yeah, the little thing came through, I can get some cheap microwaves and some nice wine, and oh yes, a recipe for turkey balls and tzatziki. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the way it kind of was. I had turkey mince, I bought turkey mince, and I didn't know what I was going to do with it. So I found this recipe and I was like, oh, there we go. That's good. Okay. Yeah. So I had bought the turkey mince because I knew turkey mince was kind of good. Fair. Okay. What's your next one? My next one is slow oats. I had it for breakfast one morning. What I got, again, it was just putting it into a, I had a kind of a travel muggy thing and I made it in that. I got porridge oats, 45 grams of porridge oats, 120 milliliters of low fat milk, 60 grams of natural yogurt. 70 grams of mixed berries, I got tablespoons of chia seeds, a pinch of cinnamon, a squirt of honey, and I mixed it all up and put it in the fridge. Did this the night before, just left it in the fridge, and then ate it the following morning. You sounded so professional when you were going, a pinch of chia seeds and then a squirt of honey. Yeah. A squirt of it. Well, uh, it says uh, two teaspoons, but I had it in a squirt. You just had a good old squirt of honey. So I just went. Was it nice? It was nice, actually. And it was like an appropriate alternative for porridge on a summer's day. It sounds nice. Yeah. All the, the fresh flavour and stuff with the berries. Mm. Because porridge can be quite heavy on a summer's day. Whereas this was kind of it was a lot lighter. And, mm. Okay. So that was my second one. I am going to ask you about your dad's recipe. Because you were telling me the other day... That yourself and your dad are sort of on a, a man date cooking spree. We've just been kind of sharing it out, uh, doing a bit of cooking. And my father made uh, fish cakes one of the days. He got tinned salmon and he got mashed potatoes and he kind of baked them together and fried them. We had them with uh, tomatoes. The little, that sounds brilliant. The little tomatoes. Yeah, very simple and uh, filling kind of uh, dinner. Lovely with tea as well. Do you ever do you ever find Oh you had me there, you it was it was cosmopolitan and then it just turned into a Martin McDonough play. <laughs> do you ever find uh sometimes potatoes and tea they mix lovely? Again, only in Irish theatre. <laughs> That's like oh yeah, we're, we're having the dinner, so we had to have the tea as well. I think the tea kinda of made the whole thing. For me at least. I I do find certain foods tea is just lovely with. That's beneficial to your recipe when our listeners are trying to make their fish cakes have tea with it. Some foods as well, milk is the uh, appropriate accompaniment. That is the most Irish thing that has ever been. 
anybody from Midland, Tipperary, have milk with every meal. That is the most Irish thing ever. Like, I'd like now, if I was having maybe shepherd's pie, I'd have milk with it. Of course. I, I wouldn't have, like, if I was having burgers and chips, I wouldn't have milk with it. You hesitated. For any, <laughs> for people listening, you rolled your eyes back in your head there just thinking of having a burger with <laughs> milk. But, uh, yeah, so it goes with some things uh, better than others. So that's uh, five minute meals. Food diary time. I'm getting so much kind of appreciation for the food diary. People really seem to get off on what you eat, as opposed to what exercise you do in a week. When people hear about what you eat, it's a big deal for them. People message me through all the different kinds of media going, what's the story with Stephen's diet? Even like we said last week, we got a message just about your portions. Someone saw the meals you're eating on Snapchat and went, Stephen's portions are, are a bit big, aren't they? Yeah, that was Nick. Let's call a spade a spade here. Let's call Nick out on being a jerk. No, nobody's being a jerk. They're, they've got your best intentions at heart. I know, but at the same time, it's just called Nick a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> so, I on Friday before I went to Dublin, I had my turkey, kafka and tzatziki. And I had some rice neck cake things. And then I had uh, some pints and fish and chips that evening. Well, that took a, a sharp turn. <laughs> it did, yeah. But it was my only example of, uh, of, of, I'm going to hesitate actually on that one. Of lack of discipline. No, it was my only example of going full out chipper this week. Because the following day, I had... Because the following day, <laughs> I ate the chipper. I had Subway sandwich and potatoes. No, that's takeaway as well. Yeah, I was going to say, that's why I said full takeaway. But I was in Dublin and it was either that now or I don't know what. No, 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 because I, it's like I said this to you. This is me going healthy. I was going, I'm not going to. Well, then I now. weep for the world because I, I said to you when you're going to London, Google something and you are going to find that 100 metres, 200 metres from the subway you went to, there is definitely going to be a place that does good, healthy food. If you're in Dublin, there's no excuse. You can totally eat healthy. That was my, uh, my two-inches. Your, oh, your token district health eating subway. That was all I ate that day, though. That's not good either. No, it isn't. I drank the shit out of it that day. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't eat anything. So, I'm not sure. I know we're not talking water here either. No. Okay. Although I drank plenty of water, too. Hold on now. You said you've been being good this week. And we started off with a chip and I went to Subway. I just see what's on your next page yeah. here. Well, I said I didn't say I was being good. I said I didn't eat uh, eat a lot this week. And all I had that day was Subway. The following day I had pizza uh, that I cooked myself. It was one of those non-frozen ones that you get and you just stick it in. And then that evening I had um, some chicken that I cooked myself. Anything with it? No, just had chicken. The next day then I had a pork chop with chips for my dinner. You notice there's no breakfast going on. I was kind of, my sleep was all gone. It was, so I was getting up at around dinner time. Okay. So I had a pork chop with chips. Chips were done in the air fryer. You're loving the air fryer? Mm-hmm. It sort of is like my get-out clause on uh, eating chips at home. Anyway. I'm going to put it out there, though. This is not a magic box that <laughs> makes food healthy. Then I had a uh, bar of Snickers and tea. And then I had, well, it wasn't actually in this order. I had the brown bread with with sliced chicken on it and tomato. And then that evening as well, I was still hungry, so I had some chicken and I had some piri-piri sauce on it. I, there's something very strange about, about you deciding that what you're going to snack on is cooking chicken. You know, because a lot of people would go and make a sandwich. And I'm not chastising you or anything. It, it's not bad. It's just a funny image. I had the chicken, so I cooked it and ate it. <laughs> okay. of it. Then the following day, I had stir-fry with pita bread. Okay. And I had a twister ice pop. And then yesterday I had slow oats for breakfast and I had shepherd's pie for lunch and I had some Guinness then in the evening. That's not in your little book? No, I didn't write in my Guinnesses. I just remembered them. I didn't feel <laughs> they should go in my book. So, uh, yeah, that was... <laughs> okay. There are some good things in there and I can see that you're making little efforts with your chicken. I- I'm amazed that you like get up at midnight and go up. Oh, Time to fry some chicken. <laughs> Let's have that chicken breast. And your thing that you had with brown bread, it all sounds very good. No matter what level that is at right now, Stephen from six weeks ago would never have had a diet that is kind of verging on healthy like that. Mm. 
No, yeah, there wasn't an awful lot of bad. In it. I think, though, I needed to eat more. I you certainly needed to eat more. Yeah, I need to eat more frequently. Actually, no, I'm going to take that back because I said Stephen wouldn't have a diet that verged on healthy, but the chipper and a subway and a pizza. You were having a go at the back. subway, and I mean, all I ate that day was a subway. I mean, in terms of calories, that's like probably a low intake of calories. And, and that was all I had that day. That's no kind of justification at all. It's not. It's not if you're going to eat one thing in a day, make it something healthy. It's like it's like saying, well, I only robbed one bank today, but it wasn't the best one. Uh, no, but it wasn't the worst either. You're giving us a hard time. I was away and I went, what's the healthiest thing I can get? And it happened to be a Subway sandwich and potatoes. Because if I had gone and get gotten gone to another place, I'd probably have gotten soup for my money. And then I'd have been hungry. You're begrudging what you would get for your buck in terms of a meal? Yeah, there was an element of that because I'd fuck all. So there was an element of what okay. can I do with this? As for diaries go, I'm so torn because it's an improvement, mm. but it's still not great. No, I think though if I was eating more often, and I was in Dublin, and that isn't my strong suit. Challenge time. Are you a little afraid what might be coming up now? I don't know what's coming up, so... This week we're going to wind it in a bit. Something a bit more pointed towards what we've already been talking about in terms of running and basic fitness. You're going to do a 7.5 run. Mm. Okay. I'm going to send you on the Shannon Airport runway night run. Mm. Now this is a charity run in aid of... The Irish Children's Arthritis Network and a Balta Special School. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I really need, will need to truck up the old sprinting if just I'd like to do it quicker than what I. Yes, and th- that's why I think, although you already do your Strava runs and stuff, this will be the making or breaking of you because there's, there's a number of factors you don't deal with when you're running on your own. For example, you're running with other people. So you could almost feel like an item of derision or you mightn't be as fast as them, and you're so competitive anyway, so you're going to want to win. Yeah, I don't know that. Anyway. Okay, well, that's interesting, because you don't think you're going to win. Oh, no. So where would be a good mar- a good place for you? I don't mind. Like, I know I'll be near the back, because I am running. I am very slow at running at the minute, and I am carrying a lot of weight and things. But I would like to not come last, and I would like to maybe, you know, not be in the... Even I pref- I prefer to be out the last ten. I wouldn't like to be in the last ten. I did one last year. It was and I was like very near the back. I was I was looking at the list and I was going, oh mother of God. And I uh, it's now admittedly uh, you know there, I hadn't done anything before and I just went out and did it. Yeah. But I was like, oh that's awful. So I don't want to be last. That's. But so somewhere healthily in the middle. Oh, if that, if I was healthy in the middle, that'd be great. I just don't want to be too near the end. That's fair enough. So we're going to talk to our mate Nick, who's lost a power of weight in the last year. He's done this through doing runs exactly like this and doing his high intensity training. So maybe it would be a little refreshing for you to talk to someone who is totally on your level, rather than a professional, just just a human who's been through the mill. We're talking to Nick Kennedy. You might have heard us uh, to our podcast. We've been, well, I've been consistently giving out about Nick Kennedy <laughs> over the duration of the podcast. And we finally brought him in as a guest to, to, to cast light as opposed to throwing idle uh, remarks at us. Cast light as opposed to throw shade. <laughs> Nick, thanks for coming in. Absolute Thank pleasure to be here, guys. Thanks very much for having me on. The reason we asked you on, other than just giving a voice to our item of derision, is because you've dropped a heap of weight in the last year. Can you give us a bit of like context around that? Well, I suppose it's just kind of, I got to a stage where I was quite unhappy in my life, going back, say, last September, October. You've known me for a couple of years. Like, when I was younger, I was big enough, say, but wouldn't have said I was massively overweight or whatever. Like, you know, I always thought I was fair enough carrying a bit more than I should be. But, like, you know, I used to hurl a bit, and I was relatively active. Coming to the more modern day, I remember like going back maybe about two years ago, just coming out of college and stepping on the weighing scales on one stage and being 220 something pounds. Not what height are you, Nick? I'm 6'2. 
six two. You're so perfect. like I kind of I tended to carry it pretty well. You know, it didn't really bother me too much at that stage, but at the same time, I was like, you know, doing a bit of cycling and doing like a bit of exercise, nothing major. But um, I did like lose some bit of weight, and I got down to around two hundred pounds, and I was content enough with that. And like something that Gar that's mentioned not very, in the very much two hundred. That's what fourteen four, isn't it? Says the fella. I'm terrible at converting to pounds. And fourteen four. Pounds, so don't mind, don't mind pounds. Go on, yeah. stone. So no, basically, no, Nick's fat no. weight was what I wanted to get to. <laughs> Because I, like, just from the weighing scales at home, I used to always weigh myself in pounds. So someone was like, what's that in stone? And I'd be like, uh, how long there till I convert it on the phone? But, um, yeah, I got down, like, to around 200. And I think a lot of that was just, like, kind of getting into a routine where, like, I got a job and, like, I kind of knew what my 9 to 5 kind of plan and stuff was and I could kind of work around it and just like I found a lot of it was just like eating 3 square meals a day because I was like one of those people who just never ate breakfast or mightn't be up early enough to have breakfast so that was that and like I got down to around 200 pounds and then say last September put on a lot of weight just a lot of stuff going on and like a lot of people do turn food comfort eating everything else yeah. yeah I got to the stage where my sister rang me one day and she says, oh, do you need that? And we're going shopping. Do you need a URI for clothes? And I was like, I could actually, I could do the pair of pants for work. And she's like, oh, what size? 34, which is what I had been for ages. And after a while, it was like, these are becoming increasingly more uncomfortable. Yeah. And it really hit home when I said to her, you better get a 36 just to be on the safe side. As soon as I kind of heard myself saying that and just... Lots of stress, like with work and everything else. And then I was just like, one evening, I just said, right, just go for a run when you get home. Kind of clear the head. Got to the stage where I kept going and like, just, you know, I kept losing weight. But like, at the same time, because I, I work in fruit and veg in a shop, like, and at the same time, I kind of got more into kind of eating healthy and stuff, kind of watching what I'm eating. And like, both went hand in hand and it really helped me lose a little bit of weight. So in the space of September to December, Thinking back, it's kind of like an unhealthy amount of weight to have lost. So at your heaviest, when you said you were at your heaviest in September to December, what were you then like, and what I'm, are you now? See, I, I don't actually have a 100% accurate number. I think I definitely was 16 mark. What are you now? Currently, the last time I weighed myself, which was just a couple of days ago, I was 175, uh, 178 pounds. That's a huge drop. Which, yeah, it is a big drop. And you did it just by eating right, by running. Yeah, just like kind of lots of cardio and stuff and like kind of watching what I was eating. Like the main thing I found was like... But you're only like 13, under 13, so, yeah, yeah, just around that. For a lad, just 6'2", that's... Yeah, it is like... Um, the weight's Yeah, I'm happy with it. Like, well, I've got a picture of Nick when you were quite heavy uh, and we'll get one of you now and we'll put it on the Facebook page just so people can see the crazy drop. Um, How long did it take you to make that drop? That's the thing and like it's kind of it's something that's been touched on as well like you're talking about losing weight and stuff but to a certain degree like it is it was a definite health binge for me where it that's took high. me quite a while it took me uh, it took a while to put on that weight but I did lose it quite drastically and a lot of that was down to like literally just like being a really busy period in work where say I had a lot going on and like you know by the time I get out of work like I love my job I absolutely love it. But at the same time, there's times when I got home and I was just like, get away from me. I need your And all I do is like, throw on the headphones and just go. You told me before, is you, you tend to pop up every now and then and just give these little things towards Stephen, which are always pointed towards me. But you told me about high intensity interval training. Basically, uh, high intensity interval training is something like I came across on Facebook and Instagram and which has a massive following. You probably heard of the body coach, um, he lean in 15, all this like it's basically quick workouts that you can do anywhere you can do at home. It got to the stage where kind of running wasn't really benefiting me anymore. I'd gotten to the stage where I'd lost the weight and now for me, it's all about like leaning up and, you know, building a bit of muscle and just like cutting out cutting down my body fat even though I dropped down to like 180 pounds I've been around that for the last since maybe January I got myself this body fat calipers you basically like pinch a layer of fat on your stomach and measure with calipers and it gives you a fairly accurate reading of what your body fat percentage is so when I got that first I was 22 percent 
and basically with high intensity interval training the last time i checked i was down to 15 percent and what it does is, it involve basically high intensity interval training is like you know it's exactly what it says in the tin uh say what i do is i'll follow joe wicks i'll go to his youtube page he has like loads of videos and stuff up that are really easy to follow it'll run you through the entire workout it'll give you three four minute warm-up and it's all about getting your heart rate up you could be doing like depending on the exercise and you can tailor it to you know whatever suits you whatever you want to do you know you can do an ab workout you know work on legs or just pure cardio if you want to but it is good to mix it up because it gives you while you're doing one exercise you will be resting another part of your body as such basically what i'll be doing will be it could be four exercises and you'll do 30 seconds of the exercise 30 seconds of rest and then repeat for the four exercises you'll do four maybe five rounds it's all about doing it as quick and as intense as you can you could be one round into the whole set and after the first couple exercises you will be sweating buckets it's massively helpful for burning fat and like cutting down your body fat percentage one of the benefits i think of us talking to, to you is that you're not a fitness professional you're not someone who stands to gain or push an agenda so as someone who's just a dude off the street or someone who knows steven with your own weight loss in mind where do you think he's going wrong well like trying to follow it and like following it on snapchat and like kind of seeing what you're eating and stuff like i think definitely there's been a massive improvement especially say like when you met the nutritionist mm. um i can't think of her name off the top of my head Laura Slattery. Laura. that's um healthy ever after healthy ever after yeah, well done um no like it is you know it's a subject that's close to me and it's like good to see one of my friends taking on this and like there's so much misinformation out there as well and i think a lot of it is down to finding something that works for you but you had the potential to fall into the same kind of trap as Stephen in that uh, you both were living at home and so you wouldn't have had to cook your own things how did you kind of avoid that trap well i kind of like say working in produce and stuff in the shop that I work in, um, there was talk of basically putting me on a course to help my development and stuff. And I was looking through the courses and I saw this uh, health and nutrition course. And this was kind of like right in smack bang in the middle of my health binge. Yeah. And I said, oh, I'll do that. That'll be great, like even for work and even just for myself personally. And I ended up doing this health and nutrition course in Cork there a couple of months ago and it was all talking about basically, you know, how good certain foods are for you and how, how stuff is branded and everything else. And it just made me kind of look at things a bit more. And it's like we live in a nation where, you know, you drink loads of tea with spoons of sugar in it countless times a day. Even like I used to drink a lot of energy drinks and stuff because like I'd work, be working long hours, working late nights all through the week and over the weekend and that kind of helped me get through but it was just like a false energy and i cut that out massively like fizzy drinks energy drinks did you find you had a bit of a come down coming off that like because just even going through the things that i was eating and um and i I was being chastised for the takeaways and so forth that persevered but the thing was they were lessening each time and i actually don't feel the need to have them that's but a, a few weeks ago i really did yeah but at the same time it's like you know you you do need to treat yourself every so often and that's kind of one thing where like when i started off i was very strict i just started cooking for myself it's another thing as well like where say growing up it's like spuds breakfast dinner and tea and you know smothered in butter you know it's just a heart attack waiting to happen like is there a part that you're finding particularly hard that just someone who's been through it as well energy i uh last week now i've been last couple of weeks even i've been very lethargic and it's because i've been burning more calories than i've been taking in i will say also because i'm sort of in a limbo job wise i'm not trapped with that but you were working all the while yeah it is definitely like a routine is a massive help now my work routine has slightly changed in the last two weeks but say over the last couple of months it was consistent say you know seven to three seven to four in the morning and even though i'd be up early you know you get into that routine but i think when i started all this and started all the running that was definitely a thing where i probably wasn't taking on enough calories for the amount of exercise that i was doing so that's i think that aided in a bad way maybe the amount of weight that i actually lost but definitely if you are living a very kind of say energetic lifestyle and a very active lifestyle 
you know, you do need to take on the calories because, you know, you need that much to actually be able to perform and yeah. perform effectively. And if you're not taking on enough and then exercising on top of it, because you burn calories doing absolutely everything, you know, and so doing more nothing, just yeah, by existing. That's it. I find, uh, personally, uh, I can't think, which is again, while, while I was doing the PhD, I, I felt I couldn't do this because my brain just kind of shuts down. I go pure stupid. I found overall definitely like a lot more energy. Just my head was clearer. I was able to focus on things a lot better. I was getting much better sleep and everything. And I think a lot of that is just down to routine. There's mm. a lot to be said for just having a routine and making time to like do your workouts and do your exercise. And that's why like I love the hit workouts because say it got to the stage where running, you know, wasn't a benefit to me. I'd lost the weight and you know, I started doing this but it's like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and you can do it at home. Like, literally, I'll go Is there an app, or, or is it a um, I don't use an app myself. There probably is one out there. But what I'll do is I'll go home, I'll load up YouTube, and literally, I'll just follow it. And, like, the thing about it is, he's doing it too. And he's, he's literally, he's actually encouraging you when you're doing it. He's like, and he's going, 10 seconds left, stay one, stay one. And, like, you can see it himself. Like, you know, he's struggling at times too, and... It's, you know, you just, you do need that motivation. And you don't even need and to leave the house for this. That's it. Like, I've just been doing this, like, in my bedroom or even, like, when the weather was good the last couple of weeks, even just do it outside. You know, and, like, especially with the heat as well, you're going to sweat way more too. Like, but it's just pushing yourself to do it. And I found the first, I did it twice, two days in a row, say, the first time I started it. And the third day when I was in work, I was in bits. My legs were absolutely killing me. But like they're simple exercises. It's like um, you've burpees, you know, squats, oh, you know, lunges, different things, you know, mountain climbers, which I actually love. It's basically like kind of plank press up position, and you're kicking your knees up towards your chest. And oh, then like yeah, I, I, see, any, any of that now, I see. <laughs> I just hate it. Coming from this, you hear Stephen, and you've undoubtedly heard him every week going, "Oh, I hate that." That means he's not going to do it. Yeah. Now, you've lost a heap of weight. You probably didn't want to do those things either. What was in your head that made you do it anyway? And what, what could, could Stephen take in terms of mindset to go, I, I have to do this? I think for me, I had this like personal motivation. And not everybody's going to have the same motivation I had. But I think you need to just kind of, you know, kind of look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, why am I doing this? And find out why is this <laughs> handsome guy doing this <laughs> but you have to you know like kind of look set yourself a goal and you know you do need motivation and if you don't have the right motivation you're not going to do it you know and but it's like i got to the stage where i was doing it and i just felt so much better i had more energy i'd get home from work i'd be tired and I'm like just do it you know you know just do it says the man from nike yeah but it's um Say, like, one thing I saw, you know, one of these motivational posts on Instagram, and it's like, you won't regret working out, but you'll regret not working out. And it's like, say, any time I do one of these workouts, first half, I'm just like, oh, this is tiring. But then as soon as I'm halfway, I'm like, you're halfway there. And the thing about the hit sessions as well, it goes so quick. I'd much rather 20 minutes of a hit session than 20 minutes running and like even at that though like say we're going to be doing the runway run on Friday night I haven't been running in quite a while because I've just been doing hit sessions because I find it's more beneficial to me at the moment and you're doing this one together yeah we're going to do it together are you going to try and stick beside him and, and pull him on I I'm don't think I'll pull him now yeah. but um, I'll see what happens like to be honest I'd love to like stay there right beside you the whole yeah day. well there's no sense in that either but i but I you can't just take that as well he's gonna run quicker than me anyway you've really got to try and keep up with him well that's not gonna happen i know I, five I would definitely kilometers in 23 minutes i definitely would say that ridiculous. i think i think like definitely like say the first thing with the first run i did i said to myself the whole way i was like just forget about everybody else just focus on yourself Run yeah, but this is pace. health binge. I don't want Stephen to have fun. I want you to be sprinting yeah. your ass off for this whole thing. I would like to... I just don't want to finish last. That's about the size of it. If I go and you were, you know, a good bit behind me or whatever, if I finish, I'm going straight back out to find you. 
and I'll push you on and make sure. But I know, oh. like, seeing you on Strava, like, running 10, 11 kilometers, like, it doesn't matter how slow. It's it's all about just pushing yourself and doing it. I remember, uh, I think it was the first one I did, and I, I'm an asshole, so when I get, when I get, since I'm getting near the end line, I'm just like, I'm off now, and I pig it. Yeah. Um, which is demoralizing for anybody who's struggling towards the end line. But Still it's like, fuck it, like... I wanted to do it. But uh, I remember doing it, and I ran the last kilometre. I pegged it. And I'd been doing a good bit of running at the time, and I just pegged it. And then I got through the end line, and I just started dry reaching. I'd say if I'd eaten that yeah. morning, I'd, I'd have just puked everywhere. Because <laughs> I, I just said, hell, I'm going to try up my time now. So with, with, that, with that kind of competitive last-minute sprint in time, do you want to make a bet? No. <laughs> like what sort of way? There's, yeah. there's a reality here as well that I could only do that. What kind of bet do you think you could make that if you want to put down a time that you think Stephen can make it in and if he doesn't make it in, you can choose his own forfeit? This is a fitness-based forfeit. Right. So if he doesn't win, be like the priest giving out Hail Marys. Oh, this is really putting me on the spot now. I'm going to try and be very realistic about it. I think you should be aiming for an average of eight, eight and a half minutes a kilometer. And a total time? You're Captain Matt. Uh, Seven and a half K by That's to do it in an hour round. Okay, so yeah. give you the hour mark, and if he doesn't get there... Right. You hate burpees. I do hate burpees. If you don't do it in under the hour mark, you have to do a full-on hit session with me. Right. I think that's fair. Uh, I think it'll be beneficial to you if you do it. (laughs) Okay, so that's your bet. Under the hour or a full hit session with Nick. Excellent. Yeah, do it in the hour. Oh, I'm just going to make sure you don't. (laughs) Okay, we're going to leave it at that. Nick, thanks very much for popping in. Thanks very much for having me. I also managed to catch up with Niall Maloney, the Director of Operations out at Shannon Airport, to have a little talk about the run itself and what is involved, the charities, the track, how many people are entering, the history of the race. So we're going to pop over there now and have a chat with him. I'm here talking to Niall Maloney, Director of Operations in Shannon Airport. Niall, how are you doing? Good. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you. I just wanted to ask you about the runway night run. Yeah, a, a very novel event, but it's the third year of our midnight runway run. So it's not often people get a chance to run on a live runway. That's exactly and it. Not, and it's not the norm in the industry at all. But about three years ago, we were trying to find some novel way of encouraging the community to support a number of charities. And we came on the idea of well, running on the runway. But I suppose when you consider the challenges of running on a runway, well, we've a lot of scheduled flights, we've a lot of transit flights. So basically this Friday night, the 17th of June, we have noted closed the runway from midnight until four in the morning to allow this runway to go ahead. And an autumn basically is a notice to airmen. The airport's closed. Turn your <laughs> aircraft somewhere else. So we're hoping to have upwards of 2,000 people run a number of events on our runway on the night. And the key thing for us, it's organized by the staff at the airport on behalf of two charities this year, which is uh, Albertha, which is an autism school, and also ICANN, the Irish uh, Children's Arthritis Network. And all the funds raised by all the athletes participating in the night goes directly to those charities. That's incredible. Was there any reason you picked those two in particular? Well, what we do every year, we allow our staff to nominate and vote for two charities. Last year, we would have had Milford Hospice and Cystic Fibrosis. So the staff select the charities. That's fantastic. And then the staff have a number of activities each year, of which, I suppose, in recent years, the Roman Run is probably the biggest revenue generator but it wouldn't be without the support of the people in our community who come out at midnight, mad and all as we all are, while she's doing a Friday night, running on a runway in the dark, right? And in the people dark. might think having runway lights, you get a lot of light out of it. Lights on a runway are basically to tell the aircraft where to land. They're not very good in terms of lighting up the area that you are. But the feedback we've had over the years, it's, 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 a, it's a great event. It's novel, it's different. And this year, we have gone just from our normal 5K run. We have a 5K run. Plus, we have those who feel a bit more energetic at that hour of the night, a 7.5K run, which actually will run the full length of the runway. But I understand you have a candidate for us that's going to be running. We do. We do. Uh, Our our own Stephen is entering in. And that's something I wanted to ask you about, because he's a little bit nervous. 
He's he's kind of said, well, I don't want to be last. W would you have many people from all ends of the fitness spectrum entering? Well, you have all you have people who are going to run it. You have people who are going to walk it. And I know who's going to be last. My father of 87 years of age is doing the 5K run. No way. And uh, Stephen isn't in before him anyway. Uh, he better give up the ghost altogether. Well, you yeah, you never know. He might not be. <laughs> and tell no, me, but you say I mean, I presume he's doing the five k run. Is it or the seven point? Oh, the seven, the seven point five. He's not getting oh, away going, easy. Oh, he's going big. Oh, he's going big. Oh, he's for sure. Big. Very good. There's no doubt about the seven point five k. Just tell him. Normally, people expect your runway is nice and flat. We have a bit of a hill in our runway when you go to the zero six end, which isn't the norm on the five k run. Even better. Uh, so he's a little bit of a challenge there. But he'll get plenty of encouragement for over the 150 marshals we'll have on the course on the night. And I'm sure he'll get loads of support from his fellow runners. He won't be on his own. Excellent. And where can where can people find out more about it or if they want to enter it? Because well, they've still I, got I two days go to, to enter, right? Uh, it's still not uh, late. You can go to www.channelairport.ie, our own website, and look for Run May Run. Or they can go direct to Eventmaster where they can register their interest. There are a few spaces left, but they're getting like gold dust now. I can imagine. Uh, but you can link in. And the key thing is, it's €25 Euro for the 7.5k run, €20 Euro for the 5k run, but every penny of that goes towards those charities that I've mentioned. That's the key thing for us. Excellent. You know, we're a small airport, we're part of the community, and you know, members of our community need assistance, and that's what it's all about. Do people find it a little scary? I can imagine now myself running on a runway. It's it's not something, like you said, it's definitely out of the norm. Have you ever had people getting a little bit worried? Well, I suppose the key thing, one of the key benefits is we have Richie Clifford, Mr. Motivator himself, <laughs> getting everyone clued in from about 11 o'clock, getting them ready to warm up well. There's nothing to be worried. It's just running on the smoothest surface you will ever run on. I won't say it's a 100% flat. There's a small little of an incline up to the 06 end of the runway. But you won't get a smoother surface anywhere, in any course. Excellent. Uh, you know, plenty of encouragement. 7.5k is going to be challenging enough at that hour of the night. As long as he's hydrated enough. Challenging it I don't think it'll be a challenge. I know from an earlier conversation with you, you know, Stephen's done a lot of work over the last five to six weeks. You know, this is all part and measure in and the key thing for him actually is is the pace he's going to do it at. Yes. I mean, you can walk it, but I understand from you that Stephen's going to run this. The faster he burn, he runs, the faster those calories burn off. The endorphins kick in, you feel better, you look better. Life's just wonderful. The only problem will be one o'clock at night and supposed to be closed. So what can you do? What can you do exactly? I absolutely can't wait for the run. And I can't suggest enough that people should join in on it. Niall, thank you very much. No problem at all, Good to talk to you. You too. App review time. Now, I give you one last week. It was Gillian Michaels Slim Down. What'd you make of it? Well, it was a free app. There was a lot of... It, it, wasn't, it wasn't bad, but it was limited. You can see, like, here is breakfast, and you have apple berry banana smoothie and healthy expendic, but all these other things. Everything else is locked. It's oh, locked. so it's full so... of in-app purchases. You, yeah, you've to, it's full of, um, and there's a sample fitness plan, and you, that's not bad, but the thing is, you'd have, you have to pay for nearly everything in the thing. So what's this, the, the sample fitness plan? Sample fitness plan, it just is, gives you circuits, uh, put, modified push-ups, squats, donkey kicks, jumping rope, and it gives you different circuits to do. When was that part good? I didn't get into the whole thing, I'll be honest. I, when I looked through it and recognised it for what it was, I was kind of going, oh, okay. When you say you recognised it from what it was, it sounds like you're, you're some small town scandal there. <laughs> well, she was trying to catch you into thinking it was free when it wasn't. I thought this app was going to be great, because on paper... I will say, I will say like that, uh, the few bits that they do have, I was looking through it, and it looks good. So what, what bits there are you talking about? You know, like the the menu, like it, it, it. I guess if you have the money and you you're happy to, to pay it to buy the things, the sample meal plans they do look good, and the fitness plan, I wouldn't bother with, because we had the other one that we, uh, the seven minutes, mm. and that does pretty much the same thing. Okay. So why would you, you know, why would you really need it? See, I thought this app would be tailor made for you because it's got recipes in it, it's got it's the good, calorie thing, it's got. 
things of exercise and I thought this was going to be straight up your alley. It's not? Yeah, no. It, it, like, everything is paying it, so it was kind of like a cross out that. Well, screw you, Gillian Michaels. Yep. Gillian Michaels. She's only in it for the money. <laughs> now, if people want to try that, that's on the Android store. It's on the Apple store. You can t- get it. You can download it. Should they even bother? It, download the free one. Have a concert if you're interested. But uh, I'm sure I'm sure like, there's a million one better ones out there for free. Shots fired. Okay, that's the app review. Jamie Michaels, get in the sea. My favourite part of the week always comes around, and I feel it's gone too quickly, so I almost want to try and make an occasion out of it. The weigh-in last week was great. It was, yeah. You were t- <laughs> the little smile you had when you said it even. Yeah, absolutely. You were down £8, which is twice as much as you'd lost for the entire run of the, the, the show so far. It was absolutely great. Where do you think you're going to fall? I think I'll be down, but uh, not as dramatically. Last week I did say that I wanted to get down below the 17.5 mark. I I would love that, but I don't think I will. It's a big ask in in the course of whatever two weeks to be down. Prop yourself up there and we'll get some weighing. Where are we? 17.9 17.9 even. 17.9. Just £2 down from last week. Look, £2 is good. £2 isn't bad. I'm not going to sneeze there. Well done. I'm in throwing distance from the 17.5 mark. We'll say this week has been the first week that people have commented, oh, you've been losing weight. Really? Yeah. Also, I don't know, did I mention it, but uh, last week my belt went in a notch and uh, yesterday I got into uh, my nice tweed green jacket that uh, fitted me for the first time pretty much since I got it like well, it, so it fitted me but it closed. close okay and then it fitted me and then I just stopped wearing it all together because it was gone too small and now it's uh, closing perfectly on me how did that feel I was delighted Good, you yeah. should be. Yeah, because that was one of the things I was just looking forward to being able to, you know, yeah. get back into clothes that I, I quite liked. Excellent. Rather happy with that. You should be. Yeah. Good. Well, that's the way you're down. Well, yeah, look forward to wearing shirts and trying try a few of my shirts as well to see uh, my back into them again. Do you have just a pile of shirts that, that oh, are marked I heaps until I lose weight? Yeah, I have heaps of them. Okay. So I'm basically, because I had very little that was actually fitting me. You're hyping up these shirts now. Are they kind of nondescript white, blue shirts, or, or are they decorative? They're just nice shirts. I had very little, you see, because I didn't wasn't on buying myself clothes while I was at the because I just didn't want to be getting comfortable at a, at at. There's something time. very sad about that. Yeah. I like. I'm not happy with my body. So I'm not going to buy things that will make it look better. Yeah, and I'm quite happy to that now I'm coming back into clothes that I like. Well, that's the way in. You're down again. Down two pounds and um, four pounds off now being a stone and a half down. Excellent. We're coming up to the end of the show now. How do you feel about this week? Uh, I'm kind of happy. Happy with that I'm down and threw an extra two pounds onto the good week last week. Like, at the same time, there are certain things that I want to improve on. I want to get that eating consistently down. I also need to shake off the lethargy. And I think if I eat more and more often, I probably will have more energy and more likely to do things. Okay, so we're going to talk about the checklist now. We've got the things every week. Just shooting back a second to last week's checklist, the things I was most interested in was you developing your little cooking book and getting a fitness routine going how did they go i didn't create the cooking book but i kept the recipes so that when i do create the cooking book i have them kept them on my phone i just don't have a book that that i thought was appropriate so uh, i just kept them on my phone until i can transcribe them okay how many have you got a good few of them two two oh your quick meals yeah okay and the other one developing your routine how did that go I kind of more so did a token gesture towards it. Oh, that's a 
I like I did do a plank in the morning, but I didn't get a proper routine. Oh, I was worried you were going to do that because when we were talking last week, you kind of just said almost to nobody. Oh yeah, sure, I should do more planking. <laughs> so, I asked you to develop a fitness routine that you can do at home, and you just lay down on your floor. It's not lying down. It's actually, it's good for the core. It's good for the core. Lots of things are good for the core. It's other exercises that are good for the core. When you're developing a routine, I think it needs to be more than planking. Yeah. yeah. That must have been a funny old image. You, you at home going, ah, oh, I'm going to sort out my fitness routine now. And you just went up to your bedroom and... <laughs> <laughs> Planked upside down. Um, How long did you plank for? I was planking for 40 seconds. So, you were to develop a fitness routine, <laughs> and you went, I'll do a plank. How long will I do a plank for? Not even a minute. I start shaking after 40 seconds. So, that's done. You just went, uh, yep, yeah, okay, that's my fitness routine. 40 seconds plank. Doing some planking. Okay, this week's checklist, we're going to go on some things that we talked about already, and, and almost bring it back to basics. What's the first one? I want to do some more sprinting. I had been doing kind of just mad Forrest Gump runs and I want to do sprinting now. See, when you say sprinting, when you're running, are you not running quickly anyway? No. Why, why are you doing that? Just kind of jogging and trying to cover the ground. Planking. The last thing you have on your list, when you said it to me, it worried me a little bit. I want to eat more. <laughs> because this week I didn't eat enough. So I want to try to spread it out and eat more throughout the day. So give me a little idea of what that might look like in a food diary. Well, that would basically mean that every three hours I have something to eat at least. And what's something to eat? Like something small, something healthy. Okay. That I should have a breakfast and I should have a, a dinner, but I should have a lunch and maybe a snack here and there, as opposed to just having one thing written down on my page. So maybe eat more should be replaced by eat right. No more. I should eat more frequently. Yeah. We're going to end the show here. Is there anything you want to add in before we do? No. Happy with that. Happy with that? Down again. Going to eat more. Great day for Stephen. Great day for the parish. Thank you for listening. I am Adam Lahey and this is Stephen Ryan. Take care.